and he was like fine girl how are you and something i was like i'm fine he now told me i said do i know i am beautiful do i know i am saying that now felt like rubbing my body and all that and i was like I actually wanted to run. I was really scared. My house was beating and skipping because then I was a little bit mature to know that this kind of things happened. And at that moment, what came to my mind was to run, hit him and run. Uwavera Omozua, a 22-year-old young woman who had just been admitted into the University of Benin to study microbiology. Now, according to her sister, Judith Omozua, she often went to sit and read at the church near their home when it was quiet. She was found raped and injured. Uwa, who wanted to become a nurse, died in the hospital three days later. Jennifer, an 18-year-old girl living in Narai, Kaduna State, was violently raped by five boys. Weeks after Jennifer's assault, there are reports that her family had been approached to accept compensation in exchange for their silence. Twitter was on fire. Hashtag justice for Uwa. Hashtag justice for Jennifer. Well, guess what's trending now? Definitely. Definitely not them. All your likes and retweets are buried under the rubble of new issues and controversies. And the world moved on until the case of Madibueze Izuchuku came to light. A young man who took his life because he was falsely accused of rape. On this montage series, I would be sharing my story, my sexual assault story. I would have guests come onto the show and we are going to talk about rape from a man's perspective, from a woman's perspective. They were all going to come together and talk about false rape accusations and how the 21st century youth reacts to the term rape. I would be sharing hotlines and locations in every state available to victims who have suffered in the hands of those who simply, simply refuse to acknowledge the word N-O. No. So in my second year in the university, I was assaulted and almost raped. <clears throat> Earlier that day, a friend of mine had given me the keys to his BQ because he wasn't going to be crashing in his room that day. And as a hostel girl, <laughs> I couldn't say no to the chance to just like have this big bed to myself and enjoy AC for just one night, like alone. So I agreed. So that night, on my way to his BQ, I saw a friend and I took a different route. Like, there's a normal path I would have taken, but I wanted to escort my friend. So we walked down a different path. So we, he got escorted me to the end of my the street where I was going. We talked for a while and went our separate ways. While we're talking, I noticed, I noticed somebody pass us and in my mind i was like ah thank god i won't be on this road alone and stuff like that after my friend left i kept walking put on my earphones and i kept walking and then i noticed that the guy in front of me the guy kept turning back to look at me and then 
next thing he stops pulls up his hood and turns around to face me and in my mind i'm like okay and what is going on here why did you stop walking why are you looking at me do you want to rob me if you want to rob me bookmark my collect because i don't like my phone <laughs> yeah that was it and i was thinking i was like okay do i turn back and run but i was like okay there's i've gotten to the middle of the street i cannot turn back i've gotten to a point where if i start running this guy's going to catch me okay i'm not fit in any way what do i do and he walks up to me i'm just thinking oh let me just risk it and just you know just walk by and then he he walked up to me and asked me do you remember me i said no then he called my name he was like promise do you remember me and i nearly lost my shit because i had earlier been harassed by a guy who i thought was trying to steal from me okay and at a spot really close to where we were and i was able to like fight him off because we're close to where a lot of people were having night classes and there there were big queues around so it turns out this guy was on the lookout for me ever since that day and i had fallen right into his trap he told me he he said a lot of things he said a lot of things he told me he had been waiting for me he said that he he had bought an axe because of me he said that he wasn't going to take my phone or force himself on me that all he wanted was a blue job i thought i could bluff my way through because that's what i do like for every terrible situation i find myself i just wing it down you just rough it and everything i thought i could do that like our last encounter because during our last encounter the last time he held he stopped me on the road and was really dragging my hands and i faced him because i looked at his hand and i noticed he wasn't holding any weapon or anything and we we're really close to where people were having night classes so i changed it for this guy I went all legal's girl and yeah that's what landed me in trouble so i thought it was i thought this guy was just joking when he mentioned the blowjob thing until this guy takes off his belt pulls down his trousers and brings out his private parts like right there in the middle of the street now the part where we were had no um street lights we were far from where the street lights were and where people were where i was heading to so if i had screamed i I wasn't so sure that anybody would have heard me or come out and okay okay so i tried to talk to him i tried to talk him into like entering the bushes by the side of the street so i was hoping i could lose him from there and instead he just grabbed me and dragged me 
deeper into the darkness like back to where we were coming from muttering about how he would kill me if i said a word how he got an axe because of me how he had been waiting for me and yeah okay so he thought my glasses were recommended i had glasses on so he took them and took my phone i asked him why he took the glasses and he said so you wouldn't see me he forced me to my knees and at this point i was crying i was really crying and he kept threatening me in this calm really really calm tone and he kept threatening me that if i screamed he would kill me if anybody should come out like i am dead and that was all he kept saying and he forced me to my knees and um, put his private parts in my mouth i kept crying and at the point i just stopped because this is like way too much for me and i sat down on the floor on the muddy floor and i was just crying and next thing he said was i want to have sex with you then he pushed me to the floor and i stood back up i kept pleading that i was a virgin and i i couldn't do it i was a virgin i'm virgin that was all i kept saying and he said so bro i just then he kept looking at me for a while and he returned my glasses and my phone and told me i could go then he followed me telling me he was sorry and that he was my friend he just kept following me down like i was crying i had my glasses i had my phone i just kept crying and walking i was walking towards where i was headed to and like i said that place was dark there were no street lights and i was he was right behind me and i was just so scared that he could just say hey you know what i've changed my mind i want to have sex with you and i kept walking and i kept walking and then he stopped right before the street lights i kept calling my name i i just kept walking and i got to the room where i was headed to put in the keys and just stepped in and i saw myself i saw my reflection in the mirror and i broke down i did not know what to do i i was so scared and um at that point I really really needed somebody to talk to I called my friend I called a lot of people I, I called a lot of people I called my friend and she didn't know what to say I called my my boyfriend as of then 
and he he told me to watch a movie that I will be fine. I should watch a movie. I'm like, yo, what are you saying? What are you lot saying? What are you saying? I just, it was crazy. It was crazy. And um, it opened my eyes to how a lot of people react to rape cases or sexual assault cases in my scenario it, um, <sighs> so I think after he said that I locked up I just um, changed my shirt because they were muddy there was mud all over my shorts and i lay down i just slept yeah yeah that was just basically it and even after that they somehow somehow this guy got my number and he kept texting me he sent me texts he called me he called me telling me he, he knows me but i don't know him and i will get to know him really soon and he would send me texts about how he's sorry i should forgive him that he loves me that he would take care of me and let's just say let's just say um that entire um thing broke me because he did not just assault me he kept stalking he stalked me he would call and text and that was like a whole other form of harassment and he would text me on whatsapp telling me how if i forgive him he would give me airtime it was crazy it was really really crazy that period was terrible for me i found myself moving away from guys like unconsciously just moving away from guys i couldn't walk at night i had panic attacks i had no idea what um, panic attacks were until that happened i had panic attacks at random times there are times when i would feel like this phantom feeling of his private part in my mouth and I would start gagging and crying and I locked up because when I had initially opened up to people the reactions I got were not helping at all and I feel like that is the reason why a lot of rape victims lock up a lot of sexual assault victims lock up because it's like if I tell this person what's this person going to say would they look at me in a different light would i start feeling ashamed would they joke about it would they not know what to say would they make things worse would they make it feel like it's my fault because when i talked to people that was the range of reactions that i got my friend didn't know what to say my boyfriend told me to watch a movie and sleep i'll be fine another person i tried to talk to kept asking me did you see the axe 
you see the knife why did you do it a lot of that was like so yeah i i locked up and i just felt like i had nobody to talk to for a long if you listened up until this very point thank you so 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 much <laughs> thank you so much okay for listening now kindly 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 subscribe to the regals podcast on google pods on apple pods so that when we post tomorrow's episode you get a notification that something's up tomorrow now tomorrow we're going to be talking about rape from a woman's perspective we're going to talk about all the angles we can cover from um rape drugs from date rape drugs to um the stigma around rape victims we are going to cover a lot a lot of grounds in as little time that we can so yeah tune into tomorrow's episode now i know earlier in the beginning of this um, episode i promised to talk about to post different sexual assault centers from the beginning of this week up until the end of this week and today i'm going to be um talking about the ones in Lagos states okay i'm going to give three three sexual assault centers today and the first one i'm going to talk about is the Mirabel Sexual Assault Referral Center. Okay, this is located in Lagos State University Teaching Hospital, Ikeja, Lagos State. Okay, and your phone number is 081-55770000. Okay. Now their Twitter handle is Mirabel Center NG, I think. Yeah, but in case you can't reach them on that. Read them on the phone number, okay? 081-55-77-0000. Okay. So I'm going to be giving another one. Son is in Ogun State. JNC Mission Help Initiative. Laderi Workers Estate. Laderi Abiyokuta, Ogun State. Their phone number is 070-524-59648. Okay, that is for the one in Ogun State. They have another one in Ogun State, and that is Ogun State Ministry of Health, Department of Public Health, Okemoson, Abiyokuta, Ogun State. Phone number is 0802-8766211. Okay, so I have given out the numbers and location of three different sexual assault centers. I'm going to be giving them three, three every day of the week because in total we have 15 sexual assault centers in nigeria and that is so few and that is going to be another one of the things we're going to be talking about tomorrow or wednesday or thursday if you want to know when we talk about it just keep listening to the regular podcast and get insights on people's opinions on what we have to say about the rape culture and its effect on 21st century youth okay now if you are listening to this and you have ever been sexually assaulted or raped and you feel like you have nobody to talk to call these numbers okay you don't it doesn't have to be your friend you don't have to confide in a friend 
or a parent or just confide in somebody call these phone numbers okay they would help you they would help you they would assist you okay once again thank you so much for listening to this episode this has been really really emotional for me as a person and yeah i want you all to just stay safe stay good 